Now entering Nerdist.com. So I hope you're feeling better. Uh, you, Oh, you're just... Yeah, that's... No, we don't validate parking. Is that why you were here? Oh, okay. I had no idea. Um, yeah, we we don't validate parking. I think you have to buy something at the uh, uh, at the supermarket or at the store, maybe a, a, a item of clothing to do that. Uh, you know what? Screw it. Uh, tassels, can you validate this person's parking ticket? Yeah, and send in my next patient. Thank you. It feels good to be back here on Cash Withdrawal. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, you know, the guests don't even know that we're being recorded. So, you know, it's kind of a strange thing, uh, but uh, it, it feels good that you're out there listening to our private, very intimate conversations and Sometimes you can give advice to us afterwards. So give me a tweet. Send me a holler on Facebook on the Cashing In with TJ Miller page uh, if you uh, like the show. Spread the word on iTunes, and uh, I'm going to bring your next uh, your next guest here. Tassels, can you bring in my next, uh, yeah, my 2 o'clock? Yeah, I know it's 4 o'clock, but I, yeah, okay, but my clock is... Good. Bring him in. Okay. Hey, Matt. How you doing? Hey, Cash. Good how to are see you, again. Matt, Matt Knudsen's hey, here. Hey, hey. You know what? I appreciate you seeing me again, slipping me into the calendar. I know it was a couple hours behind no, schedule, it's but great. it's worth the time. Was the parking okay out there? Um, yeah, I bought something at the concession stand, so I was able to get it validated. Yeah, I've got a concession stand at my uh, my house. Actually, a lot of people don't have a uh, a burrito truck. Uh, at their house, but mm. I have that just for my guests. Yeah, we call those people amateurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah, you want to have a class yeah. act operation? You, you, yeah. you get a burrito truck. You 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 get yourself some snacks, yeah. and you know, yeah. it's called craft service. I mean, I, I I have craft services for my mailman. I mean, I mm-hmm. take care of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I really do. Right. Um, let me ask you: Do you do you would you trust? In fact, let's just do this right away. Yeah, let's sure. Just, uh, let's do this right. Yes, this is we're just getting to know you a little bit better. I we're almost it's important, you know. I, we've, we're old friends, but I think mm-hmm. there's certain things I don't know about you. And one was would be: Would you trust a lawyer uh, that advertises with a sandwich board? Would that be? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this: um, Is uh, the sandwich board for his law practice or actual sandwiches? It makes <laughs> no, a it's, difference. It's for his law practice. Oh yeah, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. He's I, would, okay. I would. Yeah, but okay. if it's just like for for Morty's subjoint, yeah. I would probably question yeah. that. I, I would think at least there's go. certain ways you can tell that uh, you don't quite feel comfortable with your lawyer. If they sure. have a sandwich board, if they're advertised with those, uh, those what are those, uh, those hand things, those finger things? Oh, sure, giant foam fingers. The giant, like they, no, the, the, um, you know those. Wavy, uh, like in front of used car lots? Yeah. The, those, those blow up things? The blow up. The blow up man that are always, yeah. that have terrible posture. Yeah. I- incrementally. Right. Um, you really can't advertise certain things right. with those. Sure. You can't, you can't advertise a, a doctor right. that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't trust a, uh, uh, you know, a, a gynecologist or sure. a, not to have to go there, but I'm, mm-hmm. you know, any type of doctor really. Sure. Um, there's a, a, a you know the a, the classic bench bus you know and I don't know if that's the way where you want to find your realtor 
Maybe you could just get a mm-hmm. referral from a friend. Yeah. You can't say, hey, listen, I was on Jefferson in 19th. I, I, I saw your smiling <laughs> face and your pearl necklace. I thought this is the woman that's going to get me into my two-bedroom. Well, that, that's why somebody sent me, and I'm so sorry I don't have it. I, this idea came from a fellow that sent me a picture of a, uh, a lawyer who was advertising on the side of a van. Sure. And it looked like a utility van. Great. <laughs> you know? Right. And uh, I just think if you want a lawyer... Yeah, I'm surprised. I don't trust lawyers who advertise on a billboard, even. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? uh, one of my favorites, and I actually... They have a lot of those in Reno. Oh, I, I, I imagine. Uh, billboards and lawyers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where they're all <laughs> concentrated. Uh, I drove past this, and I actually... It made me laugh out loud. I had to double back so I could take a picture. Uh, it, on the side of a pretty dilapidated RV was a banner advertising salsa dancing lessons. Ah. Yeah, so it's just like, hey, hey. Could you uh, show me a few things? I know you're in there. <laughs> Are you sure that's what it was? Or was it a front? I don't know. <laughs> We're making meth in here. We need a cover. <laughs> Jerry, I'm pitching the room. Who's got ideas? What a weird cover. Right, right. right. Salsa dancing? Right. In your face, Walter White. Yeah. Yeah. They just drove out into the desert. This one's doing it under everyone's <laughs> nose, under the guise yeah. of salsa dancing yeah. lessons. And it was like one of those uh, banners that had been, been like printed out, maybe like a, a FedEx Kinko's type yeah. of a thing. Yeah. It was not uh, um, printed on the van. It was something that was a uh, van, the RV. It was something that was, you know, pre-printed and hung there. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's good. That's, well, here's another one that Classic. kind of reminds me of this. Mm-hmm. Nick writes... Uh, Panhandlers with credit card swipers. <laughs> giving other panhandlers a bad name or giving the customer what they want. <laughs> should, should panhandlers have a credit card swiper? It's a really good question. Sure. Or at least have the, uh, um, you know, the, the um, thing that you put in your 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 iPhone, and so it goes right into your your PayPal account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's even more. It's even more. Right, yeah, check it out. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I, I the the panhandlers in Los Angeles, some of them seem really well off. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them had work done. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, so it's L.A. You yeah. know, you want to give it to the Do most I want attractive. A lip tuck or a place to live. That's right. You know? <laughs> I don't know what a lip tuck is, but. Uh, do I want to? <laughs> Which makes me even tuck. more intrigued. Which is why I want one. I don't know. Tell me, tuck. right? But uh, but the panhandlers. Um, yeah, I think the credit card swiper. Uh, a little what, aggressive. What about, how about a how about a panhandler with a uh, uh, a sandwich board? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they have employees. Right. And the uh, the panhandler is advertising the lawyer that you just yeah. hired. <laughs> just, hey, listen, you're standing this on the freeway back. exit anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Just stand there, way pass out a couple of my coupons. <laughs> just hey, you're gonna be out there anyway. Um, yeah, um, if you have a swiper, ballsy move. Mm-hmm. Ballsy move. Have you ever? Do you have a swiper for anything? Um, I have the, I forget what it's called. It's some kind of thing you plug into your phone. If people want to run a credit card and buy merch after the show. A CD or whatever. Yeah. And if people owe me money and don't have, uh, like cash, I could technically do that, but I prefer not to. Cause you get like 97 cents on the dollar. Well, that's how they get their taste. They're like, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're getting it at 3%. Yeah. All four times he sells a CD. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're getting <laughs> That's no, they, 12 they, cents. They want a little skin in the game. <laughs> they got a skin that's, in the new game. that's right. They want a little skin in the game. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I have one of those swipers sure. for, for merchandise, mm-hmm. but uh, and, and that's one of my pet peeves. I think we have time to say merchandise. I don't think we need to say merch. Not me. I don't have a moment to spare. <laughs> 
Yeah. I don't know why that was the thing everyone abbreviated. Mm-hmm. Like uh, merch. It's always merch. Mm-hmm. And that's my. There's ironic... so many other words that are so hard to say. Dilapidated. Right. How mm-hmm. about that? Why don't we just dill? <laughs> right. You know? Uh, like, I can think of other words that are extremely difficult to say. Right. Uh, uh, and that is actually. Carica- caricature. Right. I would prefer that to be abbreviated. <laughs> just caric. You know? Uh, Why merchandise? I had no problem saying that. Mm-hmm. It's you a know? caricature of Kierkegaard. Yeah. <laughs> caricature is a tough one for me. Yeah. Caricature. Um, actually, my merch T-shirt is a T-shirt that just says the word merch on it. Really? That is what I sell after shows. Really? Yeah. It's on my website, too. Oh, It nice. just says merch. It comes okay. in blue and black. Wow. And the only reason I have that is because I always wanted a shirt that said that. Yeah. And so I just made one. And people are like, hey, that's, uh, you know. I get that. Yeah. So I made some. I'm 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 disappointed in myself that I don't have a a logo that I wear <laughs> on my clothing. I'm I'm serious. There's a part of me that like oh, there's a little part of me that thinks I'm passing up an opportunity, not from a don't get me wrong, not from a marketing standpoint. Right. I know it sounds like this is a marketing thing. From a standpoint of not having to decide what to wear every day. Right. Like from a standpoint of just like, <laughs> this is what I wear. I'm the guy that wears this right. because I don't care. You know what I mean? Like I, the decisions involved with the outfits and mm-hmm. the colors. If you just have a uniform that that's the thing you wear and it's got a little insignia on it that you happen to like sure. or the color you like. That way it's consistent. You don't mm. buy it at a store. Yet you, you order it special from right. a warehouse where they keep thousands of them. Mm-hmm. You run out. You, <laughs> I mean, underwear, pants, socks, everything. And it's all just your – it's the cash levy uh, ensemble, and that's just what it is. I don't Why think there's any reason you that? can't make that happen tomorrow. It's a dream of mine. Yeah. It's a dream. I think you and I should just go to Marshall's after we spend time here and uh, and make that happen. You think you could – why don't more people have a designer just designing outfits that that's all that they wear? Mm-hmm. I to don't know. To some extent, you know, professional athletes that are quite successful have something a little bit like that, but sure. not completely. Not completely. As long as it has the Nike swoosh on it. I really think we should actually get you, um, you know, some kind of signature look. We'll put it together. I, I think it's – hey, what did Steve Jobs wear every day? No, I don't know. Black what? turtleneck. Oh, really? That was okay. his, you know. Even if uh, um, you don't – know that he had probably had a closet yeah, full. I never saw the movie and I don't know a lot about him mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Uh I know that did he have a problem with his neck? Was there something on his neck that he didn't <laughs> want people to see? Well, uh he had a stoma. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that or not, a hole in his throat. But it wasn't from smoking, it was just it felt like he it was a fun thing for him to do. He had a sandwich board attached to his neck. Board. It's uh just protruded out the side of it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was ugly. Yeah, that's probably how he created the you know his inventions. He's just like this sandwich board is bulky. It's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put it all in the palm of my hand. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, how many how many tattoos can a lawyer have before he? Uh, he really can't have a showing tattoo, can sure. they? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it depends. I would say it depends on. Are we the, getting to the point where it's where you could see it where a lawyer would have a show? A, a tattoo that showed mm-hmm. and it wouldn't bother people? Um, yeah. I mean, if you've got somebody who's trying to uh, um, get you off murder and he's got a couple of those teardrop tattoos, he's been there. He knows what you could pot- yeah, yeah. potentially face. <laughs> hey, don't worry about this. I got it, man. I got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I, th- I found interesting, I went to a place recently and there was, a, I think it was like the bank and the security guard um, was wearing one of those like kind of like compression sleeve things, okay. but it didn't feel like it was um, medical or for some kind okay. of injury. Okay. It was clearly uh, there to cover up whatever tattoo he had coming oh, from uh, under the sleeve of his shirt down to his wrist. And you're like, but you, you must really love dragons. You know, <laughs> <laughs> 
to wear that to work every day. I hope you love That's, whatever is under there yeah. for that to be. That's what you pictured. Yeah. Because you're wearing that sleeve, I would assume, if you're fully employed, yeah. 40 hours a week. The idea that you're sure you're going to like something mm-hmm. 20 to 25 years from now, mm-hmm. when every single other thing in the world, the one thing we know is true mm-hmm. is your tastes change. Mm-hmm. Is outrageous to me. Outrageous. I have no problem on any moral level with tattoos. Nothing. It just, it seems, and I'm sure some of the listeners' tattoos, and I actually think it's cool when mm-hmm. I see them. Mm-hmm. But the idea that I could trust that I'm going to like something I liked 20 years ago, mm-hmm. fashion wise, it's, 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 it's an impossibility. Impossibility. One of my favorite stories, and this is 100% true, yeah. of regrettable tattoos. I was okay. at the 99 cent store in Culver yeah. City. Yeah. I hate to brag. <laughs> Those are the cheap tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this woman had a giant black swastika on her left arm. Oh, boy. Yeah. And uh, over that giant black swastika was a red circle with a line through it. No Nazis. As if there was a point where she's like, oh. I'm so anti-Nazi. How can I make this clear to the world? Yeah. She obviously got the swastika, and she's like, no, no, (laughs) no Nazi. Like six years later after she went through rehab and, you know, whatever else it was. How did that happen? Yeah. How did that happen? Where were you? And you're just like, yep, my thing. And also, if you're the tattoo artist, you're like, um... Uh, are you? I remember when I was like first coming up, I used to do sketch comedy and, uh, um, I wrote a sketch and it was like this guy who was about to get his girlfriend's name tattooed on his arm or something like that. And right when it's about to happen, he like, gets a phone call and he's like, Oh, Hey Jenny. Hey, yeah, I got, I'm going to have a big surprise for you. What do you, well, no, I, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. You know, and she breaks up with him on the phone he's like, Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and the guy's like, um. So he just basically goes around the room trying to find find items. It's like, oh yeah, I guess I probably shouldn't put Jenny right. in. Um, just just write you who. Is it because of this chocolate drink I have on the counter? No, I, yeah. I like it. You know, well, the, you know, finding things. There is something to be said for. I mean. We know that choice and the amount of choice we have in America, it, to some extent, makes people unhappy. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, we just have so much choice right, that right. it's confusing for us. If you right. read The Paradox of Choice, if you, that book, if you read that book, it's amazing. It's, I it's have really, not. If you give people more than three choices, they, they really can't make any decision. Yeah, it's and especially if you're Russ, uh, if you choose not to decide, you still have made a yeah, choice. You've yeah, you've made a decision. <laughs> right. but, but it's, it's, it's actually, we freeze, we, we freeze once we have too many Deer in the headlights. So... If you have a tattoo with somebody's name on it and then you right. break up, right. uh, I think that would be kind of cool to narrow things down. Like, mm-hmm. I have to I have to marry someone named Margaret to make this work. Right. And, you know, right. I won't – I'll just date Margaret's mm-hmm. and see if I can find a second one. Mm-hmm. I, there would be some, some sense of relief right. even. I'd like, have to find a Wendy and <laughs> give her the nickname Margaret. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite regrettable when tattoos. I first saw you. I first yeah, yeah. saw when you. I first saw you. I thought she's a Margaret. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I ran. I got the tattoo. I ran. I got the tattoo. 
And uh, well, that's just what I'm gonna call you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a friend of mine. His name is Bud Diaz, and yeah. he's in a group in Los Angeles called Power Violence. And he has uh, uh, on his wrist is the name Kelsey. And then uh, after they broke up, underneath it, he wrote Grammar. So he's oh got <laughs> Kelsey Grammar tattooed on his oh, wrist. That's weird. Yeah. And hilarious and perfect. If you know that guy, it's just like, yep. I think it made like a BuzzFeed list of like 20 most regrettable tattoos, only because they couldn't find the Nazi woman yeah. from the 99 cent store. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I, I just read something. I don't know if you've heard this, but, mm -hmm. you know, for every, um, back and forth that happens online mm -hmm. arguing the way people argue on Facebook or whatever sure. about politics or whatever right. else, which I've never understood that one. <laughs> uh, it just takes so long to type out your arguments. Um, but the amount that people go back and forth, um, uh, I guess there's, it's called seven degrees of something, but, hmm. um, it takes seven transactions back and forth before uh, someone plays the, uh, the the Hitler or the Nazi card. <laughs> right. Have you heard that? And there's a word for it. Right. Uh, there's a, a Schadenfreude. For this Schadenfreude. <laughs> there's right. a syndrome for it. It's yeah. called like a something syndrome. Or, right. If you could tweet me the answer to that, please do. I, I want to know what the answer to this question is. But there's a there's a word for this. It's right. a it's a law. It's called mm -hmm. like a something law. Something, is it Sharia law? Is, is I, that, I'm not sure. No, okay. <laughs> that's the only kind of law. <laughs> oh, I, I know. But 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 it's kind of true. It happens quickly. The only time right. I tried to write anything remotely controversial mm -hmm. online mm -hmm. just once mm -hmm. um i you know i wrote something about uh the clippers right uh, and how maybe people shouldn't go to their games until they sorted out this uh, situation with their owner who was right. you know and i maybe we should just talk with our dollars and maybe just don't don't go to the games vote until. with your feet exactly so I was, that was my whole thing it was just a very short mm -hmm. uh five sentences saying <laughs> maybe that that was the way i see things and uh uh I was accused of being uh, a Nazi uh, immediately. <laughs> they jumped seven steps, like, and I, I never responded, but it was, it was like, I was just, they went right, right there, right, and, so, and it was from Steve Ballmer, yeah. current owner of the Clippers. <laughs> the exchange just happened last week. <laughs> what? What are you? Doing? <laughs> uh, but I was so stunned, and I was like, and it was my lesson, and we all have that one lesson in online uh, where you're like, okay, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Again. Yeah, I like, try and like keep it very PG. That, responding to somebody when someone says something terrible to you online, and, right. and people do have, they they will reach out and try to ruin your day. Um, Trolls, you, just can't, you can't respond. It's just gonna it's gonna uh, elongate this bad feelings you're gonna have. There's nothing you can the do. The only thing I ever do is fave. Really? I just you yeah. If somebody somebody just like is hating on me, I'll give it a fave. Hey, all right, mm -hmm. you know, and that in my mind is like. Hey, I appreciate the support, you know, and I get to win and I don't, yeah. I don't feed the bears. Yeah. And I don't post political stuff. I, I don't either. Yeah. Um, for the most part. Because for one reason, it's not that it, some people will say, well, you, you don't have the courage to get involved or you don't have the courage to speak your piece. No, it would take, it would take, uh, you know, 20 paragraphs for me to, if I had to type it out to really explain myself. Yeah. And why I feel this way, whatever it might be. Right. And that's the problem. You're actually selling yourself short when you do three mm -hmm. sentences saying what you think about some political situation right. or religious situation or something in the news. And you end up 
um, be like, well, that's not what I meant. And well, now you're already knee deep in this back and forth. Right. You know? All right. Um, I don't know if you've seen this. It's Jim Jeffries. It's uh, it's a bit about stand up comedy and Americans and guns and this whole thing. My wife found it. And it's really a funny uh, bit. If mm-hmm. you if you see it, look it up. It's I'm sure it's it's trending and all that stuff. But he's talks about like he's just like. Just say you like guns. Don't say it's like a constitutional thing. So she put that video on like her Facebook thing because it's a funny bit. And it's really true because he's like, well, just lock it up. He's like, I'm so mad at you. And he does this act out where he walks across the stage and like starts to do the safe on his gun. You just stay right there. I'll be right back. Um, But people like that she even knew were just like, yeah, but also you got to think it's just like, it's, it's one of the, it's the tenants of AA. It's uh does this need to be said? Does this need to be said right now? Does this need to be said by me? Mm-hmm. Those are the three mm-hmm. questions wait, before you engage in crosstalk that if people just took a second to like, <sighs> eh, I'm not going to do it. One big problem with all of it is that sarcasm just is very hard oh. to uh, people. It's very hard to write sarcasm. Oh, yeah. In a one sentence on Twitter or right. whatever else. Right. And I think sometimes when people hurt my feelings on Twitter, they might be being sarcastic. It's hard for me to know. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to you know, jab you in a fun way, like, right. hey, we're old friends. But the problem is you're, <laughs> right. you know, hey, I'm busting your balls. You, know, it's like, you don't know that tone. You don't know what the tone was. Right. When they say, so fuck you, off, dig breath, exactly. it's just like, how do you mean that? Exactly. Is that fun? Is I'm busting your balls. I'm just busting your bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> that joke yeah. about it where I was like, the guy's like, uh, hey, what's on your face? I was talking about I couldn't handle... The people from the East Coast who bust your balls because we're too sensitive on the West Coast. And I'm like, you know, they'll be like, what's that on your face? I'm like, oh, that's just your face. Busting your balls. Right. You know, and you're like, just bust one ball. I just met you. Like, right. we're at a, you know. We're, I've never been. We're at a burrito shop. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't, we just don't have that kind of rapport yet. Yeah. Don't bust my ball. I, you know, I have feelings, you know. <laughs> don't virtually <laughs> snap me with a wet towel. <laughs> We're strangers. Yeah. <laughs> I've never liked that kind of uh, yeah. engagement. Just hey, hey, I, what's wrong with you? I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. yeah. The the elbow and the ribs. Yeah. Maybe like the lean in. You get it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. laughing at the thing yeah. that they said themselves. Yeah. Let me check. You're killing me. Yeah. You're yeah. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> killing me. I I don't. That's why I find a lot of times. Um. Sometimes I I, I enjoy. Engaging with funny people, but if if somebody's clearly grabbing the reins, if if there's like a group situation, I'm, I, people know me as the funny guy. Yeah, you're you're the funny guy. I'm I'm not. There's no one upsmanship. You know, after every comedy or after in any party you go to as a comedian, so like you know who should have been a comedian. Yeah, George over there should have been the comedian. Oof. Guy's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and it's always a guy just doing, you know. Yeah, um, last weekend, and uh, if your listeners are into this, there, uh, there's a gentleman in Los Angeles named Ranger Ernie, yeah. and uh, he will lead guided hikes through different areas of Los Angeles. He's actually an LA Ranger, and um, last weekend went on a hike with Ranger Ernie, and he's just like, "Hey, meet me at this trailhead, and we'll leave at seven a.m." And there's, I think in our group, there was like 12 or 14 people. And he, uh, you hike the trails and he gives you like a little history. Like this is in 1936, really great and free. And, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, like Ranger Ernie's Facebook page. And, yeah. you know, they okay. always post updates for uh, um, hikes and stuff like that. Yeah. I was on a hike with a funny guy. And I was yeah. just like, you know. every with Ranger Ernie? 
No, no, yes. Yeah. I was on a hike with Ranger Ernie. He was not the funny guy, but okay. there was a funny oh, guy in funny the guy. thing that uh, was just, you know, uh, eh? yeah. Eh? Yeah. everything he said um, in his eyes and body language said, am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah? Am I right? Yeah, it was Tour terrible guides jokes. are often frustrated comedians. <laughs> tour guides <laughs> on the buses and the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm sure there are some great ones. Mm-hmm. If you're a tour guide out there, I'm sure some of you are awesome. Yeah. But they got these set pieces and you know they 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 work on their act and it becomes, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, and that's where such and such happened. Right. I was in room 94. Yeah. Doing my own thing. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> this guy knows. That's one of my favorite single out there. Oh, this guy gets it. Oh, dude, I was in uh, um uh Rollins, Wyoming. I was on the road like oh. last year and I but I drove myself. I I did like a, almost a one month tour okay. uh in my truck and I also stopped. Did your wife go too? I just went by myself. So when I didn't have a gig, I would yeah. like camp in a national forest. Oh, that sounds fun. It was really one of the best times of my life. Yeah. But anytime there was like a thing or an event or uh, something that a town was known for, I would always go and do that thing during the yeah. day. Yeah. So um, there was a, a tour in Rollins, Wyoming of a former federal prison. Okay. So you could like go through the, 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 the prison or like the electric chamber where yeah. they would hang people. Yeah. And this woman had... Um, it was clearly an act. It was clearly coming from a script. But it wasn't supposed to be comedy, but um, she had it memorized, but it felt in my mind that there were moments where she was going up on it, and she would have to, like, uh, catch herself and reset. And, like, in 1836, there was a... 1836 was a good year for... And it was so bizarre to... Yeah. To see the seams so openly. Wow. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad I did it. But it was like it was like me, a couple of Koreans, and then uh and uh he this guy wasn't making jokes, but he was wearing a hat that had the fake bird shit on it okay. and said damn seagulls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Wonderful. What do you think was do you think her she was just reaching an age? It was it an age thing or what? Um no, I think she was a college student and maybe this was something that she was doing like, you know, after classes and hey, and she didn't have tours. the spiel memorized. She, Is that what you're yeah, she she did have it memorized, but um what what could have been a very uh like organic walk and talk, hey we did hear this. It was I could almost see the page numbers and everywhere that she, oh, that we I went. See. Here I are the see. shower rooms. Right. If you notice, there are only three shower heads, right. but four showers. Right. This is because, even like saying like th- you know, she forming sentences, she had yeah. she had it memorized, and she didn't have any of the panache. I uh-huh. guess, yeah, for yeah. lack of a better word. And yeah. that's the kind of thing I just kind of like doing. You know, doing what we do. You, you kind of have a, um, a certain level of relaxation, and when I yeah. don't see that in yeah. other people who are performing, my heart deeply goes out to them yeah because they're stammering because they're uncomfortable i feel terrible when i see people in in the wrong job because they're they're, i I had the wrong job i mean and we've all a lot of us have had a job where you're instantly like this is not a good fit for me yes uh i was a terrible terrible waiter (laughs) that's great it would have been great Comedian. Comedian. No, no, I know. No, no. <laughs> no, that's when that's when you go, right. you're a terrible, and then you, right. you go, comedian, and then you go, I'm busting your balls. I'm busting your balls. That kind of hurt a little. Yeah, uh, never from early. Hey. That smarts. That smarts a little bit. Welcome to Philadelphia, douchebag. <laughs> what? That's uh, you know, it's a... Okay, so now we're like really a radio show. Ouch, Ouch man, man, my feelings. <laughs> yeah. So you were a terrible waiter. 
was a terrible waiter, and, and you see people in different jobs. And then you see people in jobs that wouldn't be, don't seem like they'd be that much fun. Mm -hmm. And they're showing such joy about the job, and you feel like those are the heroes in this country. Like, there was this, this security guy in uh, Dallas or something mm -hmm. who was taking our tickets a couple of weeks ago, and he would say everyone's name their first and last name, which are on the tickets for mm -hmm. the getting on the airplane, mm -hmm. and say it was such like, uh, enjoy your flight, Mr. Cash Levy. And, uh, <laughs> and he would try it. But you'd see him struggling with the longer people's names. Sure. But he was so uh, uh, just happy to be there. Yep. And it, it, it was just, uh, it was really nice. It doesn't um, matter what you do as long as you can enjoy it. I could not agree more. And also, too, that is your life. So uh, if you're not enjoying it, Why not? what are you doing? Yeah. You're wasting it. Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite uh, perfection in Buddhism. Uh, there's six perfections. My favorite is joyous pursuit. Mm. If you're not joyously pursuing everything that you're doing, why are you even bothering? Because there's a lot of options. There's a, there's lot, a lot of, of options. You can do. Mm -hmm. You uh, can do anything you want. I mean, with with a handful of exceptions, I think people convince themselves that they have no choice, and they do uh, they do a thing that they say, oh, "Well, I, I graduated college and I worked at this company, and uh, now I." Uh, now people say, "I hate being <clears throat> a lawyer." Right. It's like, well, then don't. You but I studied for six that. years. Yeah, but you know, you're. You're 34. There's got to be something you're not going to. You're going to be you alive for another you 50 years. You you have time. Uh, could it, okay, so I w I was um, very you know compact. Uh, you know I was I was pretty strong growing up. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen I your was, calves. I was, I was, I was, yeah, I'm yeah, looking at yeah, your calves yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. You don't need to tell me. I uh, I, 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 I uh, they told they wanted me to wrestle. Mm -hmm. So I, I joined the wrestling team, mm -hmm. and I practiced. And that first match. Uh, I, you know, we went on the road and you know, this, everyone's there and mm -hmm. we wrestled and I won my wrestling match. I pinned the guy mm -hmm. and, uh, I felt so terrible. I felt like I was about to cry. Like mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, like, um, I was emasculating this guy in front of his whole, his whole family was there. It was like this, it was too personal. It was too like, right. it, it was too, uh, Personal for me. I it was understand. Like, it was like I, I took this guy's manhood away from him in mm -hmm. front of his whole school. Right. Like it was terrible. <laughs> I felt like it was like this, like killing an animal or something right. where you see them die as you have your hands around their neck. Mm -hmm. That's how it felt. I was... When I pinned this guy, it felt like I <laughs> took his life force from him. Like it was the worst experience. I like I, I started to almost cry afterwards. Right. I was like shaking. Wow. I was like, that was way too intense for me. I'm not wrestling again. And the coach right. was like, No, you're really good at it. I'm like, I, being good at something. Even then, I was like, being good at something doesn't mean you have to do it either. Right. Like you, you don't. Aptitude is you know, not enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah. nothing. You say joyous pursuit. There's nothing joyous about this. Yep. Taking this man's life force. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. When when I was in high school, I was the captain of my wrestling team. Okay. I, I, I wrestled for four years. Okay. And, um, Did you ever feel that way after you pinned someone? Um, I definitely felt that way after I got pinned. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I felt the other way, uh, you know, in the same way that you did. Yeah. I mean, you certainly, it's the ultimate um, kind of mano a yeah. mano and thing. It's, there's so much technique to it, and uh -huh. there's, there's a lot of cool aspects of it, uh -huh. but do, you never felt like you had just felt terrible for the other person? I didn't, I didn't feel that way deeply. Well, uh, I'm that hold. In all of the sports I endeavored, I was always a uh, good sport. Yeah. You know, in, in, in victory and defeat, 
you have to maintain character at mm-hmm. all times or yeah. else, you know, what are you, what are you doing? But I was a captain of a, um, of the wrestling team and everyone else in the wrestling team was a Mexican street gang. It was me and there was this guy, uh, the, these guys, they were in a gang called Little Town okay. and they, they filled out like the other 11 weight classes of our varsity team. So we would like go to these matches and, you know, it was, you know, I, I basically, I'm, I'm using this to, to pitch my sitcom, yeah. <laughs> but that was true. I was a captain and these guys wow. were my, and I was kind of an honorary member of the street gang. And, um, uh, but like about a week or two after we graduated high school, like four of them jumped this guy and, and stabbed him with a screwdriver. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. And they, uh, um, one fled to Mexico, one, one joined the Marines to get out of, you know, like jail time and two yeah. went to jail. They did real wow. time. Yeah. Wow. They did real time. So, well, the, you know, I'm sort of reminded of this wrestling stuff. Cause I just saw this movie on HBO, uh, win, win, mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, with Teddy Wynn and I, Chong Wynn. Two favorite actors. Uh-huh. And, and one of them was the, the lead in this movie. Uh, Bart Gio, Giamatti. Is that, that is, how you say his name? <laughs> Let me just say, okay. he's clearly one of your favorite actors. Yeah, yeah. Right? Was it Bart, Paul Giamatti? Paul, yeah. yeah right. Okay, Paul. I think you Paul mixed Giamatti. up uh, <laughs> Paul Blart and yeah. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> My favorite Bart, actor is Bart. Paul Bart Malkop. <laughs> Long Paul story Bart. Short, I like Paul Bart Malkop too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to come out and say. Uh, it. Oh my goodness! Uh, uh, I was. I'm sorry. I I know I I didn't. You're. I didn't. I don't. I'm not a huge uh, movie guy, obviously. Yeah. But I I love. I just love that guy's work. Right. Paul uh, Giamatti. Yeah. He's great. I, I absolutely love him. I, I thought I Straight Out of Compton was one of the best movies of the year. I haven't seen. I that really one, really I, liked I, it. My, one of my favorite movies ever was uh, um, was Sideways. Mm-hmm. I just loved that movie. Mm-hmm. And this one was amazing. I think how many how many guys can you put? He's he's not like classically uh, handsome, correct? And how many of those types of guys can have leads in movies mm-hmm. and be that you know and and pass through all the uh, watch guards of this industry, right? Because they're just that good mm-hmm. and that entertaining. I just can't take my eyes off on him. I think he's prevailing, amazing. and he always he's always kind of like looking up at people. I just he, I I did not come here to be mocked. Yeah, he, to me, he uh, encapsulates how I feel often, and that's you feel kind of happy and sad at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's really so observant of everything. And I love what he does, the I, thing that kind of blew him up in my mind, he played pig vomit in Howard Stern's movie, and he oh, was still I, I playing that. Yeah, he he played the WNBC oh, okay. WNB. Okay. It was yeah. him, and then from that, he just became. I'm sure he was told for 15 years or 20 years that he could only be a character actor type right. bullshit. Right. You're not a lead guy, that mm-hmm. kind of bullshit. Until you succeed you, enough. Until you're just too good. Yeah. And then you just go, you know what? He can be a lead. You got carry it. the movie. My other favorite is Robert Duvall. That, that one's a lot easier to... Mm-hmm. I just... I, do you ever read Lonesome Dove? No. It, it's, you know, it's a great book and it's one of the... Mick Murtry has so many great books, but... Mm-hmm. Um, he 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 paints the picture of this character, uh, and Robert Duvall somehow you know, it's like a three or four book series mm-hmm. or whatever. And Robert Duvall just is that like it's it never happens where you read something and the guy that plays the part plays it exactly how you pictured it. Right, and you know he pulled it off. It's that good. You know his big screen debut, right? Movie. The first the movie Godfather? he was ever. No, no. Before that, even no. Wait. Santini. No. no. Robert Duvall's first role in a feature film was Boo Radley 
in To Kill oh, a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird, mm-hmm. interesting. He was Boo Radley. Wow. I saw him speak uh, he, at a screening for a movie he did called Get Low, which okay. I really liked. And yeah. they did like kind of a Q&A with like backstage West writer would like, so what, yeah. what would you, you know, he's like, what would you advise um, actors to do as they're getting started? He's like, just get involved in a group. Just yeah. have creative people that you get along with and become a, you know, and, and for me in a lot of ways, I felt like the stand-up comedy community, there's just kind of these, you know, pods and stuff. Right, and it was just right. like, you're amazing. And, you know, and to hear him give that advice, even if that's yeah. advice he'd given a million times, you're sure. like, still Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Bobby. you can't be the uh, conciliori. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, oh, he was but, a conciliori, right? Yeah, he was. Right. I mean, those movies. He couldn't be the godfather. I, there's never been any the Godfather movies. The first two, of course, we didn't think about the third. Yeah. But, uh, well, I I, I don't the think first two, the first two really were just. It, there's just you turn them on and you, there's just nothing dated. Right. It's just it's like they were made sure. yesterday. And I think uh, we can all agree, uh, Michael Corleone, most successful veteran of all time. Like his <laughs> post service career really took yeah. off. Yeah. 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 Things went well for him. I want to do... do, uh, Sure, uh, you have your son aborted. But listen, who doesn't have... Not specific (laughs) enough? Is that not a deep enough cut? That's okay. Wait, wait, say it again? Sure, one of your children was aborted by your wife. Oh, God. That's all right. I also uh, like repeating unfunny jokes. I don't know if you know me well enough. That's my thing. My thing thing is saying something twice. busting your balls. (laughs) I'm busting your balls. Busting your balls. Busting your balls. I wanted to talk about the moon landing. Um, you know, it's about time someone talks about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you heard. We went to the moon. Mm-hmm. We it was, golfed. It was like 1969, right? And the fellow that got off the uh, the, uh, the the rocket ship, mm-hmm. uh, Neil Armstrong. Mm-hmm said uh, one small step for man one giant leap for mankind is that correct yes now i was just thinking about that and i, I looked it up it obviously that wasn't spontaneous they wouldn't have let him just ad lib right when he walks on the moon mm-hmm. do we do we have any idea who came up with the line i mean i'm sure they they probably spitballed that around the writer's <laughs> room for a few all right what do we got for him but my understanding is he said it wrong. Uh, I did read that there was something grammatically incorrect about yeah, it. Although, was, even when I sit there and try and dissect it, like that, he that, was supposed that to make say sense. he was uh-huh. supposed to say one small step for a man, mm-hmm. one giant leap for mankind. Yeah. By he, leaving the a out, uh-huh. do you think it's better or worse? I was just curious. I, I'm I'm kind of torn. There's something that it does change the entire mm-hmm. thing in terms of what it all meant. Because mm-hmm. he was supposed to say. Wassa. <laughs> I mean, but he, nowadays, like, he went off the cuff him. and like nowadays, <laughs> someone would pay him, you know. Wassa. Nowadays, he'd walk off that, uh, you know, that vessel. He'd be like, uh, I don't always drink beer, but when I do, <laughs> I prefer Dos Equis. Right? Yeah. There's yeah. a hunger inside me that can only be satisfied by Snickers. <laughs> Wassa. I actually, um, there is a festival here in Los Angeles called uh, the TCM, which is Turner Classic Music Movies yeah. Film Festival. I went yeah. to it uh, this year, went to two movies. I um, 
saw Buster Keaton's, uh, uh, oh God, Steamboat Bill Jr., which is actually, it's, it's one of the, it's the most like iconic Buster Keaton where the house falls and he's in the window and okay. it, it's, it's that okay. one, but it was playing, um, along with a live orchestra was at the base of the movie screen, uh, the movie screen. And they were playing along with, with the movie and that was great. And then I went over to the uh, man's Chinese for a screening of Apollo 13. And there was a Q and a before the movie, uh, Alex Trebek was chatting up James Lavelle Jr., mm-hmm. who uh, was who Tom Hanks portrayed in uh, in Apollo thirteen, right. and he talked about like the moment when like all the equipment uh, failed on them, and he was just kind of like floating in space, and they're like, "Well, this could be a wrap." Yeah. And and he like looked out the window, and he put his thumb over the entire Earth, and he's just like, "I guess the takeaway was." That's not a bad way to go. Yeah. You know, and he, everyone he knew, everything he'd ever experienced was literally behind his thumb. And I was just like, wow. I can see, I can see willing to die to go into space. It's just such an amazing. Sure. People do it for a lot less. Yeah. Yep. I was talking to my dad about atoms and, and how, and I may get this wrong if you're out there and you're a physicist or whatever else. Sure. Uh, but. But, <laughs> John Adams, John Quincy Adams, <laughs> all the Adams. All the, yeah. But if you take two atoms and you reverse their uh, polarity, uh, their their travel path, mm-hmm. there will be two atoms somewhere else in space that will also reverse. So everything mm-hmm. is connected. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, that's really reassuring mm-hmm. that everything has that. That ever that there's a there's a link between everything that's happening and, and it gives me some solace when people pass away or you know sure. things of this nature that things are recycled that things that you know yeah if people uh, die or you don't book that corporate it, it gives me a good feeling in the back of my mind <laughs> oh, there's a reason there's a reason <laughs> there's a website I don't know if you've been on it it's called Stumble Upon uh-huh. and uh, you just uh, you can click some boxes you say hey um, you know terrestrial stuff, uh, philosophy, uh, mm-hmm. art, literature. And uh, there's a button at the top and you just hit stumble and it will just, it'll cycle through all these websites with all this information. It's just like, hey, here's a here's a picture of lines on the Serengeti and here's quotes from Shakespeare. Right. And you just, it'll, every time you hit stumble, it brings you a new website that you're interested in. Oh, wow. And one of the things I, I see all the time is just these like, pictures from the Hubble telescope and yeah, it's just these galic stumble upon stumble upon. S- stumble upon yeah and you can just it's free you set up an account and people can go onto um your profile because you can like thumb up something and they're like hey he saw this and i saw this too and hey maybe we have yeah. something in common if it both resonated with us uh-huh. yeah mm-hmm. well the other thing i was i was thinking about is if you and there 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 are some um there, there are people that believe that time doesn't just go forward; it goes backwards. Mm-hmm. That you know, if you look at the the Big Bang, that somehow time also went it, it expanded and then keeps retracting, mm-hmm. which means that it's possible we get to you know live these lives again. Mm-hmm. That was the premise <laughs> of that movie, Mister Nobody. Oh, if really? you see it floating around your Netflix Netflix queue, uh, I can't say I understood everything that happened. It was pretty esoteric I thought, I and uh, that heady. Was the theme of a uh, hot tub time hot machine. tub time machine <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I actually just saw Craig Robinson at the Improv last night. Really? Yeah, I've known Craig for a lot of years. 
Well, good dude. You know what? We're going to have to finish up with something we call meritless advice. Okay. All right, meritless advice. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, people send me their maskers questions, sure. and that's partially why we wanted to do the show. Is and, and why wouldn't they? People have questions. Of course. And uh, <laughs> they need answers. And so, uh, you know, when we can't do the uh, Cashing with TJ show, this is a great place to be. Uh, you know, listen. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends about us. Write a nice uh, note on iTunes if you could. Uh, that really helps, uh, you know, just keep keep us in mind. Of course. Uh, tell your friends. And also, don't be shy about making a regular sentence into a question by adding a question mark at the end. Yeah. Have a good day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can <laughs> make it an interrogative statement. <laughs> That's sort of a, a Canadian thing sometimes, right? right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, this is a good sandwich. You yeah. Know, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a nice... I kind of like that. I mm-hmm. like I like putting... I think putting question marks on the end of things softens them a little bit. Oh, yeah. Sometimes my, I'll, I'll send out a note asking for some work from a booker or whatever else, mm-hmm. and my wife will go, why did you put a question mark on the end there? I'll be like, eh. And I, I'm not forcing anyone to book me. I'm yeah. just, you know, saying, hey, uh, yeah. you got any dates? Yeah. Sure. Uh, that's also one of my favorite uh, bits from Mike Kaplan, great comedian Mike Kaplan. And he's like, he's like, you know those uh, those people who 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 make everything that they say into a question at the end, like, so I'm banging this chick, right? I don't know, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Hey, I'm busting your balls. Busting your I'm balls. busting your chops. Busting your balls. Hey, don't You're be so sensitive. You look like a ferret had sex on a bald eagle. I'm busting your balls. Hey, who's Mr. Sensitive? <laughs> I thought you were a comedian. Yeah, I thought you were a comedian. John um, oh, Comets, one of our favorites on the show, writes: uh, Can you use the term "butterfingers" for a woman with ugly hands, but the rest <laughs> of her is good looking? <laughs> I don't think people are in great body, about... face, and personality. Yeah, butterfingers, great... yeah. yeah, you got a great, yeah. She's she's a she's she's a ten butterfingers. Yeah. Butterfingers. I don't, I don't I don't think any if if a woman's beautiful. I guess people can feel insecure about any parts of their body, though, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there probably is someone out there that just hates their hands. Sure. Well, that's one of my favorite uh, Seinfeld episodes of all time, Man Hands. Oh, yeah, okay, he breaks yeah. up with the woman yeah. because she's just... Oh, yeah. And I could even picture it in my mind, like, she, she's getting the food off his face, and they just yeah. hired some, like, yeah. 40-year-old grip. Yeah. Hey, just poke yeah. Jerry's face for this. Yeah. Um, I, I think if you're that picky, good. you know. Yeah. Butterfingers. Yeah. Uh, um... What about uh, butter personality? Well, she's a great-looking butter personality. <laughs> yeah. Also, there you see some women, it's just like, yeah, you're attractive, but uh, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. After three months, you know, your your reference base isn't deep enough to be entertaining. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. I, I think that is a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, well, I don't know. People have different um, perspectives on that, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, some people think, okay, so you date someone you're always going to be attracted to, mm-hmm. and then I'll have uh, friends on the side for all of my great conversation. Mm-hmm. And I personally didn't choose that model, but I, you, I guess you could make a case for it. What do you? I mean, you'd love to have both. Yeah, you'd love to have everything. You're like I, every single thing. You're mm-hmm. going to have to make some compromises in some place, probably mm-hmm. with whoever you meet. Uh, my wife is hilarious. And that doesn't mean um, she always says, like, funny right. things. Right. But I've never explained a joke to her in my life. Right. And that's important. Yeah. 
Yeah, especially with the person that you're spending all the time with, yeah. you know. Well, that's you really want someone to understand your sense of humor. That's mm -hmm. the other thing. I dated a, a girl, one of my first girlfriends, and she didn't seem to know when I was joking. Right. And that's that's just a deal breaker. Right. You know. Yeah. She'd be like, you know, you know, I'd be like, I'm just stocking up for the apocalypse. Like, <laughs> what? Really? You know. Yeah. Uh, she she would take things really seriously. Yeah. Nicholas Pickle is hard. This isn't even a question. I just right. wanted to give him a shout out. He writes. Uh, this is a great sequel title. Lightning never strikes twice, too. It happened again. <laughs> and this time it's personal. <laughs> yes, like Nicholas it. Piccolis, too. I like him. Yes, I'm giving you a virtual chest bump as we speak. <laughs> I'm busting your balls. Um, I'm trying to remember uh, the comedian. And this is like an old ladies comic. He had like some joke about. It. He's just like, you know, when when uh, uh, when something happens to uh, someone from the East Coast, they always relate it to how close it happened to their testicles. You know, it's just like, hey, this guy hit me with a snowball. It was like a foot away from my bobbleheads. <laughs> you know, he expanded it right, out. Right. Just like, yeah, there's a nuclear crisis in Russia. I was about two thousand miles away from my bobbleheads. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so, um, Luke Sowen. Now, here's the thing I'm pronouncing Luke's name wrong. Somebody mm -hmm. told me that. Mm -hmm. like, just by the way, he pronounces it Luck. I think it's Luke Soon. Oh, I see. Because I've been pronouncing it wrong. Right. But uh, do what, you know either Jeff way, Keith? I'd like to say, Luke, we, we love your, we love your maskers. So it's uh, either, either way, whether it be Luke or. You know, or mm -hmm. Luke, mm -hmm. or Luke. Either way, sure. Uh, and I'm sorry, I keep pronouncing your name wrong. Uh, do you know who Jeff Keith is? Comedian Jeff Keith. Yeah, very, very funny. Two guy. first names. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's very, he's all handsome yeah. and everything. Yeah. So, Jeff um, Keith. He was. He he came with like it's like my fake ID, <laughs> exactly. which was uh, Greg Dennis. Two, two, <laughs> two first names. <laughs> Brian McGee. Yeah, that is a deep cut for yeah. uh, uh, all the Simpsons fans yeah. listening. That was and everyone, Homer's everyone, fake ID. Uh, everyone in our school had a Greg Dennis ID. I don't know how we all went out to bars oh, together because really? <laughs> they just had this big giant board. Yeah, and you just stand in front of it. They take your picture. Sure, it was Montana. Maybe it was kind of like a Spartacus thing. Yeah, I am Greg Dennis. <laughs> I am Greg Dennis. Oh, I am Greg, Greg Dennis. Dennis. It was a great idea. I rented a car with it once. I mean, it was amazing. Wow. Anyway. Um, I don't even know what, what I want to talk about next. I will Jeff, give you. I'll Jeff give, Keith. Yeah, yeah. I will give you the brief version. This was. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is Kirk Douglas's son tried stand up one time and he was bombing and uh, and he told the crowd he's like he's like what? I'll have you know I'm Kirk Douglas' son and then individually everyone in the audience stood up I'm Kirk Douglas' son. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeff Keith uh, one time. Um, this is like a, like a year ago and and he's he's like you know um, a couple of guys are asking your name it's uh it's Matt. Yeah. You know, <laughs> as if he's going to like correct the pronunciation. It's right. Knutson because right. everyone says Knutson. No one right. hits the K. They don't understand yeah. how the Danish people right. roll. Right. He's like, so right. we were just we were just talking about it. it's um, it's Matt. It's Matt. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wonderful. That's a really great joke. Yeah. And that those are the people one. I enjoy spending time with because there wasn't a second where I thought like, oh, maybe he didn't know it. Right. He's, He's busting my balls. He's, he was busting my balls. In a great he way. Busting balls. Luke, Luke writes, uh, how long can a bottle of wine be open before I have 17 cats in my house? <laughs> <laughs> and that is true. Like, you have to throw out the wine eventually. And who are you supposed to even let drink that wine? You know right. what I mean? Right. Uh, um, I don't think I've ever uh, left a bottle of wine laying around that long. I usually give it two, three days. 
you know, because also too, once it's open, it's just like, uh, you know, it's like a bag of chips or it's mm -hmm. like a, a, anything is just like, well, it's already open. May as well just, yeah. May as well just finish it off. Finish it off. Finish yeah. it off. Yeah. 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 Um, but um, to have an answer to his yeah. question, um, week and a half. Week and a half. Yeah. Okay. Week and a half. Um, Travis Kenny writes in a job interview, would you rather mess up the words to speak frankly and say, to spank freakly in front of every sentence or cry? What would be better in a job interview? To cry or to say to spank freakly? <laughs> I think the spank freakly might be better. Sure. Um, you can make a joke about it. You're not coming back from crying in a job interview. You can't mm -hmm. come back from it. Right? Uh, it doesn't right? feel like it. Yeah, yeah. If you can't get through the uh, Unless the it's moment. a type of job where you're helping people. Sure. And then maybe it's an advantage. Sure. Like you care so much. What if it's right. a, okay? If it's a if it's a a, a homeless shelter mm -hmm. or a, a, a something with you know uh, where you're helping people. In uh, some way. So, Cash, uh, what do you think would make you a good grief counselor? Yeah, and then you just start crying. I'm yeah. glad you asked. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Because that's what you want to hear when you tell someone your problems. You're just like, I hear you. I think, yeah, I think that's that's. It really does depend what kind of, but to spank freakly, and um, I think spank freakly only works if you never acknowledge you said it wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, to spank freakly. I don't know if I'm comfortable with your first offer. <laughs> the listeners don't necessarily. They like talking about this sort of thing. Sure. Because here's another one: ghosts and tokes. Right. If a bat uses his wings to masturbate midair, is that considered a flapjack? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I also like Ghost and Tokes. You know, that's, so that's, that's pretty a cool. Wonderful screen name. I'm surprised and, that wasn't taken. Ghost yeah, and, tokes. and almost kind of a miracle if a ghost is able to maintain smoke in his body. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, flapjack. Yes, it is. I think so. I think so. Ever been to uh, Carlsbad Cavern? A lot of flapjacks out there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was bird shit. It's actually bat semen. They're, Are um, you serious? No, no, no. no. Can you imagine <laughs> if I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. That, bats are masturbating place. on you. Yeah, they, they don't tell you that. I mean, right. It's a national monument. They yeah. don't tell you that when you go out there. Yeah. You just think <laughs> it's uh, uh, guana. Is that is that a thing? Is that a bat shit coffee? Guana? Yeah, Somebody email uh, Cash Levy at, uh, <laughs> at, at, at Cash Levy. <laughs> I think uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say guana is a thing. Yeah. And it's a coffee I that is made is. that is uh, it's it's either fermented or. Um, oh, gosh, what's the word to help it grow? They put bat shit around it. So fertilizer. Yeah, I said fermented. That's beer. I had a, a great one about what you're discussing here, and I can't find it, but uh, that's okay. While you're okay. looking for it. Yeah, I can't. I can't. See, that's it. normally where I would interject something. Yeah, while you're yeah, looking for it. Yeah. No, 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 I, no. I thought you were going to. Well, while you're, while, while you're thumbing through, the other uh, six perfections are uh, generosity, yeah. okay, okay. ethics, patience, uh, fourth, joyous pursuit, my favorite, meditation, and wisdom. And they call them practices because you're supposed to like try and practice all of those things every Practicing day. Practicing wisdom. How do you do that? Practicing wisdom. I don't know. That's a tough one. Taking a breath and uh, always trying to uh, think big picture. Yeah, big picture instead of small big picture for me. So wisdom, joyous pursuit. Generosity, ethics, patience. 
patience. Joyous pursuit, meditation, wisdom. And which one do you find the hardest? Patience. Yeah. Sometimes patience. Because anytime uh, I feel I'm frustrated, it's because I'm being impatient. Yeah. Yeah. And even when something isn't going right, um, you're getting frustrated because you're impatient. Yeah. Your flight's it, delayed. You're all, you know, anything that is completely legitimate reason to lose your cool, if you lose your cool, you're not practicing patience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a double whammy. Because you it's did this thing you're supposed to do. Right, right. And then you're doubling down on not doing it. <laughs> That's right. You have That's every right to be pissed. You're angry you with yourself. yourself for being angry sometimes. That's mm-hmm. the, or for being impatient. It really does. It, it, it hits you twice. This is a great one to end on then with the same note. Aiden Casey writes, does getting angry with an inanimate object make you feel better or worse? Because <laughs> that kind of fits into that too. Do you feel better after you like hit a wall or kick a chair or do yeah. something? Um because I do attack inanimate I, objects sometimes. I'll I throw something yeah. in my car. Or I'll do something. I, I don't know that I do that. I don't think I attack things. I do get the shoulder clench and the. Uh, um, do you know Peter Sprite? No, a comedian, like old school, like Largo guy, yeah. uh, M Bar. He and I are actually working together this week on a, a show called Rosewood on okay. Fox with yeah. uh, Morris Chestnut. Okay. He's one of the other guys on the week, and he we were having lunch the other day, and he was telling me about uh, how he used to sell books door to door. And uh, it was his college job during the summers. He would go and sell books. And one time he went out to a farm and he had like his his suitcase full of books. And it said like no no solicitors, but like, he still knocked anyway. He's a college kid. And the farmer came out and got so mad that he he kicked his briefcase full of books and broke his foot. Oh wow! <laughs> Your impatience immediately costing you we used to six have, to eight weeks of your life. Well, in high school we had a. Um... In high school, we had this, um, you know, I was kicking helmets and attacking things after I struck out or whatever. Sure, sure. So they had me go off into this uh, training room, Mm -hmm. and they had a pipe, and they left a bat in there. Mm -hmm. And I would just attack this pipe. I don't think it was connected to anything (laughs) with a bat. Just rip it apart. Right. And I'd come out of there just refreshed, and it actually did work. It was a real, like, I got out of my system. I went in there and just went nuts on this pipe. Right. So I do think, and I, I think historic, I do think as long as I don't break anything, you, you know, uh, I do think attacking inanimate objects, a trash can is really good. It makes oh. a lot of noise mm-hmm. if you just start kicking a trash can <laughs> uh, <laughs> after a bad set or something. Sure. You just go out behind the club and just start kicking. You just go trash anthropomorphize the trash can as if it's the club owner. What are you yeah, doing? Hey, what? Uh, I'm, just, I'm just kicking your face. <laughs> The club owner. Mm. Um, I completely get it. Yeah. And I, if you have I think a you should system, if you have a method. Yeah. I wouldn't mind like getting like a heavy bag. Yeah, there I you also go. think it'd be also there fun to like train with like a boxer who mm. knows what they're doing, yeah. but can also like hold the pads and maybe give you a oh, couple of yeah. things that you got to stick and move, you stick know. Stick it, use the, use the jab. Sure. Bob and weave. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I said... <laughs> I sent a text message to Bert Young, but he didn't return it. Yeah, Polly from uh, Rocky. Yeah. He hasn't returned my text. <laughs> hey, you're a bum. <laughs> hey, thanks for coming in, man. Hey, I feel better nice every guy. time I, hope I you do. Feel better. Come on back sometime. We'd Thank love to have you on. You know, I'll, just, I'll punch in for the two o'clock on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Good to see you, buddy. You're the man, fun. Cash. You're the man.
Now leaving Nerdist.com. 